Hey everybody, it's Tequila or Kila. I'm ready to we trying something new at the patio with Kim. So it's going to be the patio with Kim and Kila. And I hope you enjoy how we vibe together. And I'm telling you, she crazy. She crazy. <laughs> so we have you caught up in a little bit. What's been going on with you? Well, elaborate. My apologies. My apologies to the audience. He's sitting right next to me, so I'm having a habit of looking at instead of looking at y'all. So forgive me in advance. And thank you. Shout out to That Feeling Podcast Network for sponsoring this podcast. So yeah. Being a mother, being a volunteer, being a friend, being a daughter, being a sister. Life in general, man. You got a little bit of an echo going on. I don't know if it's me or you now, but it'll work itself out. I ain't worried about it. As long as y'all listen and enjoy, y'all, the echo might even enhance your enjoyment and laughter. Too. Now, on, on, the, on the single parent thing, Let's talk about these boys we have. Grumpy McGee, I always give him different nicknames for different stuff. Grumpy McGee, I'm telling you what, every time I wake him up, it takes me five minutes just to get him coherent. And then another five minutes to say, get up, go in the bathroom, get your teeth brushed and you wash your face and get dressed because we got to get out of here. And Slow Moses, oh my goodness. This boy make me pray at least twice before we get up the street to the bus stop. I be like, okay, deep breath, because we, we, we not going to do this today. We not going to do this today. And then he get home from home, for homework and give me the, even more grief. I'm like, dude, you know we could do this whole packet in like 30 minutes. If you would just listen, for one, instead of interrupting me, and for two, accept that I am too old to know how they're teaching you. So I have to show you the best way I know how to teach you, or at least show you that can correlate with what they're teaching you. How are you doing? Because I know you homeschool. Well, that's a whole On top of that, he is the hardest sleeper. So to even try to wake him up, I have to pour water. I have to jump on the bed. I gotta don't pull be water, water, don't be water, water, my, my 
Nah, I poured on his body because he's hot naked. So to have it poured on his body, it kind of like shocks him. You mean spray or pour it? Like a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, he can't even get a little spritz. He got to get water. Mm, mm, mm. I'm, I'm gonna need you not to do that to my boy. I'm gonna need you not to do that. To Why my he boy. need to wake up when I call him the first twenty minutes? I, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, but now, the amount of time it takes, nah. I don't but get that. that's the crazy part. Even after waking him up, telling him to brush his teeth, his normal routine. Mm-hmm. He needs to if he has a live connect. He needs to be logged in by nine o'clock, nine thirty, the latest. Right. He still ain't eat breakfast. He's still trying to find his glasses, which should be on his face when he washes his face in the morning. I just don't understand. Like something is wrong with these new generation. These twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen years. I don't know. I don't know. They came out. First of all, they came out old as I don't know what. They came out like they've been here 10, 20 times before. Yep. And then you got the, what, pandemic baby? Them, them MFs think they you. Like, hold on, wait a minute. You was not born. Sorry. You was not born when I was born. You need to go out to somewhere. Or they act like they your parents or your grandparents. You're like, hold on, wait a minute, little girl. That one right there. Don't let me snatch them lips. That that one right there. My child thinks he's my daddy, my best friend, my man. Like, come on now. Girl, you ain't man. For you, I know it's your first child, but for me, that second child, ooh, that second child. (laughs) Out of breath. I I tell you what, midlife crisis or whatever it was at that time. I love my boy. I love my boy. I love my boy. He's my rider, but back, 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 back. Give me 50 feet. Ain't trying to have no uh, no copyright infringement, so I need to let you know I do not own the rights to those lyrics, I just think. But, and if you didn't know there was lyrics, shame on you. Google it. <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, like, any of you viewers have any other issues with some of these new babies, these, you know, 2013, 2014 children? Because their mouths are The one thing that was cool with, with mine was I was working an hour and a half away. So that was my travel boy. He didn't get to be exposed to any of the ratchetness until... He was four. <laughs> I understand. I understand. So, you know, he was a little, he wasn't proper talking because that's when his speech finally cleared all up where everybody could understand him. But it'd be like, Mom, you cussed me. And I'd be like, Oh, my bad. Because I didn't cuss at him. Now I'd be like, Look, you about to make me lose my shit. <laughs> See, it was different with mine because. When I had him, I was working 12-hour shifts. So being a single mom, it's 
hard working 12 hours. And I was working in a facility that they alternated the 12 hours. So we was on day shift for like a couple of weeks and then night shift. So it was his time of sleeping and everything was off anyway because the whole time I was working 12 hours, I was pregnant with him. So he would be up at the wrong time and he would sleep at the wrong time. So I had no choice to really um, allow him to be around for the people. I wish he was a different story. Hey, I can only do what I can do for him. Keep him at home and try to protect him from the world, even though that's hard, even from being in the house. Um, for you, my son, he's the youngest in the neighborhood, just in our little section, and we live in the cul-de-sac. Now, his friend is 14, but his friend has um, other needs and services. So uh, he's mostly on my son's level as far as, you know, outside of school. So I don't have a problem with him hanging out with him. But some of them other ones, no. I say, I tell him, look, they teenagers now, you can't rock with them like that because they have a whole different something that you don't need to be listening to because the first time you come up in here saying something, I'm snatching lips. You think you just got some teeth taken out this past weekend, boy? <laughs> you be waiting for some damn dentists fucking around with me. Oh, no, not seriously, because I am not about, and that would be abusive if I knocked his teeth out. But... <laughs> Unless they were loose already, and they're supposed to fall out. Right. Sure. <laughs> Let's look that up. We in the Commonwealth. <laughs> um, but uh, some of them, I'll, I'll still let them hang out with because they'll just be playing basketball outside. He don't go in their house or their yard. But um, for the most part, he stick around my house and his homeboy house um, across the street because he like, I know my mom ain't going to go there. She ain't with the shit. <laughs> It's totally different with mine. My young one is outgoing. He got to be in everything. He got to know everybody. And with him being in every sport, every activity at school, knowing everybody, everybody know him, it's it's a little hard. I get that because with mine, even though he's an extrovert, he know I have limitations. So when he decides to go outside them limitations, the cops be involved. Because he come up missing. And I'm like, dude, you ain't checking in and out. Where are you? And I call the last place he was at. And then they say, well, he went to so-and-so house. So I'll go around the corner to the other cul-de-sac, so-and-so house. Oh, no. Nah. Uh, he ain't here. Now I'm calling the cops. Because I'm like, my baby missing. I done hit all. Let me take that back. I'll hit every friend's house in this cul-de-sac because there are two of them, three other cul-de-sacs off of our street. We're on the main street. So there's no just coming in and out two ways. It's just one-way traffic no matter where you at on any one of these streets. So I hit all his friend's house. When they say, no, he ain't there, I'll go around the corner to the school that's behind my neighbor's house. Cause I know they like to go to the little playground over there, even though he know he's supposed to ask first. 
But the oldest one, he's 26, so, you know, I got to wait, what, 72 hours or some shit? See, I don't go to work first. I look at his location on his watch to see exactly where he is. And then I would call him if he don't answer. Because I know half the time he's playing basketball or running around. And after listening to the watch to Frankie, I will text him. Normally he responds back really quickly when he's got phone and if I don't see him within the vicinity that I told him he's allowed to be in, oh, he knows not to play with me because then he he be so embarrassed that he don't even want to be around his friends anymore. And see, you use technology. My little boy don't. He don't have a phone, a watch, nothing. So I'm using old school door to door. Which I guess I need to catch up with the time. He was supposed to get a phone last year, but he had an iPhone X that his brother gave him, and it just came up missing one day. He just didn't know where it's at. We done checked all around his house, and it's not in this house. I said, if it's not in this house, I bet you left it somewhere. Or some one of your friends, when they was over here, they got you for it. It almost happened once, but I went and got it. So who's to say that someone else didn't get it? Well, that's why you have to use the the semi-technology. Don't be going out there just like you can buying them expensive iPhones because my nine-year-old almost ten year old don't need no iPhone. I don't even want no iPhone. So he has one of them smart watches that's almost like a prepaid. Okay. So that if you lose it, guess what? Ain't no shame on my game. That could have just been your McDonald's. You see what I'm saying? Do they all? I, I don't even know if they offer something like that with the company I'm with. It starts with a T. That's all I'm going to say because I'm not promoting anybody. Yeah, we're not going to do company that. Company, if they ain't promoting my podcast, <laughs> or excuse me, our podcast. They do have that one because I know who you're talking about. And okay. I'm trying to get away from them because his watch is currently with him. Okay. Oh. But you can purchase any type of off-brand watch on mm-hmm. Amazon or anywhere and I'll have to talk to the older one. I am so not technology savvy. <laughs> so not. And then you just get a SIM card. You can go to Walmart and get a SIM card. I mean, that's that thing that go in the back, right? That's <laughs> See, that's how you know I'm that's not savvy. It. That's that thing. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have to go and get nothing expensive. Just get something basic where you can download the app on your phone. And you can have, because I'm one of those parents that I don't need spam callers calling my child. I don't need people who had this number a long time ago and be like, is Bobby so-and-so here? No. So what I have is make sure you have a program that only has parental controls where you can put who you want as a contact on the phone or on the watch. Um, I would have to probably give him a phone. I don't know that he'll keep the watch up because I bought him a watch so he could get used to wearing no, one. If you give him one of them high technology watches, trust <laughs> me, he'll keep it on because it got games. It uh, got the yeah, new nah, watch. He don't need that. 
because he go to school. You put it on school mode. Oh. Well, I don't even I think for his grade he can't have nothing like that anyway. Um Gable has had his since he was in first grade. Oh, okay. So you just need to talk to the right people and I'm the right people. Okay. We can get that situation. But other than that, I mean it, he can put it on school clothes, so he can't really play games or do anything besides hit the SOS button. Because nowadays these kids need an SOS in these schools. It's been so many things going on, and sometimes the teacher can't get an SOS because if you look at the news, it's been majority of the students that have been able to reach out to get help. Right. Contact, and contact their parents. Right. So that's only, you know, and you can put that time frame of what is easy. Um, and rock it from there. And then, you know, um, my child is upgrading to now he'll have FaceTime on his watch so that since you can't answer when I call you, you can't answer sometimes a text, you won't see my face come against the screen. <laughs> I wonder, you know, sometimes I wonder if these kids have too much liberation. They do. I mean, I understand the generation. I don't know if you're in my generation or not. Conversation. Oh, well, okay. In our generation. Because <laughs> I still be thinking you like generation behind me. In my in our generation, you know, latchkey kids, I mean, I can remember as far back as I was in first grade and my brother in fourth grade mm -hmm. where we were latchkey kids. Moms had to work during the day, so it's Hey, y'all got to get yourselves to school. When y'all get back, you know what to do. Sometimes it'd be something as simple as if we didn't have a phone, leave a note, let me know where you're going to be. But it better be somewhere on this street. And you know what houses you can go to and which ones you can't. Don't let me find you doing some shit you ain't supposed to be doing. Because that leather can hurt or that three <laughs> to switch. But I it look like a three to me. <laughs> that switch can tear you up. Mm -hmm. I remember them well. That's yeah. the last thing. Don't come up in here with no twig, neither. <laughs> right. Thinking it's going to break. You're going to go right back out there and get the bigger one yeah. now. It was the same way with me. Um, I have younger siblings, so I was the oldest. And making sure you had your key to get in the house. Because if you didn't, guess what? You're going to be that's away. Back then, your neighborhood was your family. You see what I'm saying? Right. And everybody knew you. Everybody knew your parents. And they'd be like, wait till your, wait till your mom or daddy. I'm going to tell you them. After I put this shoe, you're going to be in my yard cleaning up my pocket. Then you have where you needed to make sure if your parents were home that you were in before street lights came on. You could go outside. We lived outside. Drink from the waterholes. There won't no in and out. Don't pop that fire hydrant. Oh, man. It's on and popping. We we had that down here, you know, because we lived in quarter sacks and stuff that really oh, didn't no. have like the fire hydrants and stuff. I lived in the city. Go and be at somebody's house wanting their water and then their hands burned out. See what I'm saying? And I was that kid that everybody came over to my house. Oh, I had okay. 
said, the the pool. And remember, it was a small little only eight feet in type pool. Yeah, them little plastic ones. Somehow we made it work where we was in the end swimming. You might as well have ran a bath. Had grass all in it, but Mm. never complained. You see what I'm saying? That. Had had the minimum, and you never complained about nothing. You never even thought you didn't have nothing mm-hmm. until you know maybe middle school when you got exposed to more other kids that had stuff. Yeah, it was lock the door, don't answer for no mm-hmm. don't answer for that talk, nobody on the phone. Like, and you knew this was a kid, and, and I'm not feeling my age. Wait, you knew everybody's phone number in my heart. <laughs> you see all the same. Now I be sitting here trying to think about my own phone number. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that's not mine. Yes, yes. I still remember my own phone number from when I was growing up. And that's, that's crazy because I can't even remember my phone number sometimes. People are like, what's your phone number? Now, I can remember um, my sister. Um, well, she's not my sister. remember it then but not now but, now addresses i can give you addresses oh yeah me too but I, you gotta remember back then the numbers were almost true so you only had to really know the the last four the last five exactly nowadays you got different area codes different secret like it's just right. if you with this company we know that your number start with xyz yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um I, I have to say Yeah. But um I mean the convenience of it is you can make long distance calls now and there's no extra charge back then. You couldn't do that. I remember I was using a calling card that my cousin had told me um her girlfriend's friend gave it to her. I mean, her girlfriend's mother gave it to her for emergencies. So she was like, hey, cuz, you know, you can use this. I had went out of town to Massachusetts. So I was using it to call back. Man, I found out later that the girl had stole it from her mama and was just giving the number out. So I never got to apologize and offer money to the person whose phone I was using because by the time I went to call him, because I found out the phone was disconnected and beside us, Joe, your mama, I do apologize. I wish I knew how to say it in Spanish because they're Puerto Rican, but um, Cambridge, Massachusetts, I do apologize for that episode happening. Because the side of me and her was cool. Now, we met through her brother because I was dating her brother. Well, when me and her brother broke up, me and her still stayed cool. And, you know, he tried to entice me one time. I was like, I'm not here for you. I'm here for your sister. But anyway, let me roll back into what we were talking about. Because, you know, I can go off on the tangent. I've already told them several times. I can have 10 conversations in one. Get that from my mama. Love you, mom. <laughs> But uh, even with um, us being latchkey kids, 
with knowing the certain people, we didn't have to worry so much about being kidnapped or none of that. That was very rare. We could walk down the street to the store. The store owner knew you. The neighbors who knew you on the way back would sit out there and wait for you to get to wherever you was going. Now, it's like, kid gets snatched. It'd be almost 48 hours later before anyone gets an alert. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they got the Amber Alert now, and I know there's a couple other alerts for kids. But it's still not the same because we still learn about stranger danger. Um, and it's still the same process where if somebody comes up to you and say, Auntie Hope, I'm get you, your mama's name, we had a password or something that we had to go on. These kids now. Oh, um, you want some candy? You want some? They just walk right up to them. Don't let them offer money. Oh, that one right there. Hey, you mind washing my car for me? Hey, you mind mowing my grass for me? Hey, you mind watching my puppy for me? Mm-mm. See, my child knows. And I give the okay. And we still use like little secret. Codes, whatever. Mm-hmm. If that person don't have that code, or I did not tell you, I don't want you walking up to that person talking about, are you such and such? Are you Mr. Such and such? No, they can come to me and say, my name is, and this is your code. Like, if they don't say that, you like, I don't, I don't even care if they are a family member or a friend of your mama or a friend of grandma or grandpa. If they don't have it, go away. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, and it's scary. I don't want my child out in the front of my friend because at a blink of an eye, a car can come flying back and, you know, do something like that. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, it's that simple. So it is a little hard. The other hard part is with the age they're coming into them double digits, they smelling themselves. So it's that they that male figure they need to kind of step in right now. Like my boy, he don't have no problem in my face saying he got a girlfriend. I was like, ho ho ho, you ain't got a girl nothing. You got a classmate. You ain't got no girlfriend. I'm like, you nine years old. You ain't even 10 yet. What you know about a girl? I said, they're going to look better, smell better, and be doing better later on in life. So they ain't going to want nobody who's uneducated, who's not well representing themselves or anything. So you need to go on. Not that he's like that, but you need to go on ahead. You ain't learned those true aspects of being a young boy or a young, even a young man yet. So yeah, see, my parents growing up, it was the don't come, don't call situation. And even though I was still smelling myself and I was doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing, uh, I still was you know, testing it out because I saw all my other friends doing it. Now, with my son, my son is the same thing. He's a very handsome young man. And since second grade, he's had this little girlfriend. Um, and I'm like, hold on, I'm the girlfriend, I'm the mama, I'm the best friend, I'm whatever you need, because right now I'm focusing on education. Right. 
Um, but this little girl is a sweetheart. Um, I had to make myself know who I was. Um, but they've been real close friends um, for these last three years. And, you know, uh, we still talk about that's just your friend. That's your group. That's a friend. That's a girl. That's, that's the only type you need right now. Um, because he's like, yeah, when do we have a play date? Oh, boo. Mine ain't that advanced yet. Oh, but he, he is he is so fast. He old enough to shake a baby now. <laughs> as long as I don't shake him hard enough to snap that neck or the spine or anything or break nothing, he old enough to shake a baby. Just and, snatch him and hold him in place. What you talking about? And and he goes and tells his little football brothers, yeah, I got a girlfriend. Her name is Sakina and invited her to football cookouts and everything. Oh, he so got her as part of the family. Man, everybody knows this little girl. And he is just so head over heels. He walks all he used to go to the same school no more. I pulled him out. Like I said, he don't go to freaking more. He at home. But he used to walk her to her car and make sure she was in her vehicle. And then he would walk either to my car or walk out. You see what I'm saying? So he was a gentleman about it. Very, very. But even her parents were like, you know, my son is a gentleman. And other kids, she, was, she said, I don't know what's going on with these other kids. Like, I don't know. I, I know what she means because some of these other kids, I'm like, y'all already did the business and talking on. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Now, I knew people that had done that back in the day, but I. It's a lot more common now, and I'm like, well, who is showing you this? And I understand there's a lot of exposure with movies and the lyrics and and all that stuff, but at some point, somebody has to be saying, look, this is just what they're doing, what they're saying, or whatever. This is not actual something in your life, so you need not to go down, and it's like, they're being praised for it. But they're teaching it also in school. You see what I'm saying? At an earlier age now. Because the hormones are starting at an earlier age than when we were growing up. You see what I'm saying? Because my son came home one day talking about, yeah, mom, um, I know how you and my daddy made me. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, look. I, I ain't seen no science like that. What you're talking about. And he was like, yeah. Me and the kids were in the classroom, and they was telling which holes. I hope what, huh? Like, I said, how many holes are you talking about? Like, hey. So, you know, he makes a little slick comments like that. He was like, you and my daddy made me. I said, no, there was a couple of minutes, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Something. I can't say nothing. I don't. I was drunk. I don't remember. Not that I wasn't willing, because I was the one talking about. Oh, I'm about to get this. I'm about to get this. Well, I got it all right. Because he was like, "Yeah, mommy, when when I get married and we have kids, first of all, time out. You're nine, and you're two months before your ten. Let's not talk about me being over my because um, yeah." My son came home with something that was 
when I read it, I was like, oh, that's depressing. They was like, what would you be doing at 100 years old? And he was like, missing my family because they're all dead and having a dog because, you know, I can't have pets. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> I what are they that? doing to these kids? That was the 100 years. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, we was not thinking about death at nine. We were thinking about freaking dolls and, and trucks and shit. I'm trying not to say, you know, specific brands because I'm telling you, if they ain't sponsoring it, I, I ain't giving nothing free. <laughs> yeah, but these kids, they're moving. Really, really fast. Yeah. Really, really fast. And I looked up and I'm like, he's almost in 10. And I remember when I found out I was breastfed. So you know what I'm saying? So at a blink of an eye, you know, these kids are growing. You gotta, to me, I would rather have that sit down and talk with my son than the because you don't know what these kids are teaching these kids. You're not there. I'm saying, and I even got so technical to making him sit down and watch videos. Oh. Because my thing is, I don't want him to have that perception of the talk that he's hearing from other people mm -hmm. and not actually, because he's, like, he's a very visual person. He's oh. hands on. So I had to show him what it was like. I had to show him the little tadpoles. Look, he knows, he knows all that. Wow. He knows how to eat. He knows all that. What? I even showed him how the baby is growing inside. Like, that's oh, how technical Lord, I got. scarred him. I thought I scarred my older boy, but you done scarred him. Well, that's not the point, but that was the point. Right. Because I don't want you going out here. Because they always say daddy's babies, mommy's yeah. babies. My child's not gonna be one of those people. You see what I'm saying? If you lay down and you think you got the 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 ball balls to do something like that, you're gonna be the one that's gonna be taking that and helping raise it. You see what I'm saying? So you can know how to do it. It's a little different than that. You see what I'm saying? You you know you know how to do it. And if you start getting yourself in that smelly predicament, guess what? Oh, definitely. I ain't no grandma, grandma. <laughs> That's you all day. My mama still tell me to this day. I tell him, him and his girlfriend, don't make nothing you can't take care of. You better go out here I'm and get one of these. And then babies. I point at Shiloh and be like, I'm taking care of mine. Mm -hmm. Go get one of them babies that we used to have at home at. I didn't have, we didn't have that. Oh, really? Oh, that baby got on my nerves. That's true. But that baby got on my nerves. And oh, it no. only cried. Like at random times, like it didn't cry like a normal baby, like you know, even though normal babies don't cry at a mm -hmm. certain time. But like I could be in church and that baby just cried. Oh, babies do cry at church. No, it cried the whole service. <laughs> <laughs> it was missing its real mom. Like, man, turn me off. My batteries are dying. And you would think that. I don't know what they had in them buying off the baby. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it taught me a lesson because I ain't had mine until I was 29 years old. Okay? I was 21, almost 22 with the first one, but I was 38 with this last one. 
So that's a 16-year gap. Trust and believe, I'm feeling every one of them 16-year differences because everything has changed, changed. And I'm like, wait a minute, I ain't, I'm still catching up from that one. <laughs> and he's grown, grown now. <laughs> but, I mean, we got to figure it out. And on top of that, these kids now, like, they're just forcing them to roll with that. You see what I'm saying? And they're not taking the time to educate these kids like they're supposed to. Right, right. They need to go back to the old version. Because I know when I was in school, my back got real strong because of all them books I was carrying. Oh, yeah. These oh, kids yeah. don't. They carry a book bag for what? Two folders. <laughs> Maybe three out of good days. <laughs> and school supplies with school starts. And school, whatever's left over when school over, that's it. See, and that's why I'm glad he's at home now because he get real tested. And they don't get um, homework on the uh, after um after Thursday. They turn in their homework Friday, and that's it. I'm like, okay, and then they use those uh, Chromebooks all day. So I'm like, I started teaching my son how to. Um, write and write cursive. Now, I haven't um, given him more cursive lessons because I'm still trying to get him to write smaller. But uh, what's up with this big letter? Little letter, big letter. Like you are taught if it's not a name in the middle of a sentence, and it's not I. That everything else is lowercase, or if it's not a, a title or something. But my child would write his name with a big letter, a little letter, but it's a capital letter as a little letter. Right. And I'm like, and then he'll write little, you know. It's like they afraid to go under the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, them P's supposed to, circles supposed to be on the line. And the line is supposed to go down under the line. It's like they afraid. And I'm like, well, see, that's where they failed with phonics. I remember them them blue, red, purple, green phonics books that you had in class with a thousand it seemed like a thousand and one pages in it, even though it was only this thick. And it had them them composition type things. Yeah. And you had to do it the way the book showed you. But they don't have that anymore. But anyway. Um, but yeah, the school he's in now, they do. They have, like, they have, and his textbooks are like this. Mm -hmm. And they have different, you know, old school versions of learning. They still are technology based, but they're going back to the old school field trips. You see what I'm saying? They do that kind of things that. That's what's missing out of school now. Yeah, they don't go on. They go on maybe one field trip. And I'm like, okay, so what? You took them to the aquarium. So what? You took them to the zoo. What about those other interactive things that they should be going to? Like, I understand there's not much to keep a ten year, nine or 10-year-old interested in, in like an aerospace museum. But you can combine that with the the other um, museum that has the planes and stuff. Well, I'ma tell you, at nine, ten years old, and they can't say they don't have that anymore here because we do. We took a bus to the landfill, which is now don't trash more with all the 
And yeah, on that line, seeing the seagulls flying, the trash is stinking. You try to keep the windows up, but the smell's still coming through there. And you feel like the bus about to tip over because it's going like this. Now remember, <laughs> these kids ain't been exposed to life. But that's they what don't they play outside. That's what they need, though. That's what they need. They need to see how things are created. They want to take to go to these parks and these amusement places and you know go do sports. But they need to see how this stuff is created by physical people doing One day they're gonna be adults. And at this age, it's the pivotal age to enforce that stuff because they was too young to learn this stuff and absorb it. Now they shouldn't have any problem with absorbing what they learned from going to these places. Yeah. And then on top of that, looking at how they're advancing these kids when these kids don't need to be advanced. You right. know what I'm I understand COVID came and you know stopped just about everything which was stopping social skills, stopping the actual understanding of school. But to have some of these kids advance when they should not be advancing, and you're putting these grades on these kids that these kids don't even understand. That's why I'm loving where my child is because he got three grades. It's called uh, compliance, okay. uh, process compliance, and non So why are we going to put letters on these kids? I understand we grew up with letter grades, right? but they're not showing those kids letter grade material. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then the numbers don't correlate with the letters. So that leaves a kid in limbo because if I get an 85, that's a B. Yeah. I should be getting no B minus or no C plus. Mm-hmm. 85 is a straight up B. Yeah. Yeah. But they want to know they haven't standardized the education system across the board. And it's not, they're not done. So that's how one of the ways they suffer. Where you going, Kim? I'm not here. No, you're not there. Huh? You frozen. <laughs> oh, See, yeah. technical difficulties you already. Me. You know me. <laughs> you know me. No, I'm over here making sure everybody know that we we still are alive. Okay. Well, yeah. while she's doing that on that end, um, anybody else got any questions or thoughts about these younger, new age children? Even when it comes down to the technology, it's like. Coming out of the womb, they already know how to use a phone, a computer, a game. Like, they already are so advanced. Because, um, yeah, I, I'm still, even though the age was in my life, I'm still trying to figure out how to use that's oh, cool. I do how to use a pager. But the thing is, I was not really a tech type child even though we had the dollar and all that stuff it was just not something that I was into you know what I'm saying it was uh go outside and play how to go get it which we want to go play because we were tired of playing how to go sleep um we played house we played you know jump uh Hot Scotch, Double Dutch, you see what I'm saying? Riding bikes, 
uh, Pat's cradle with the uh, everything. Like you see what I'm saying? And looking at it now, I be like, sometimes. And then even though it was hot as a biggest outside, we still was outside. Quarter water and a little bag of chips that cost twenty five cents. All you need it. It's hot now. I don't even know how I'm surviving. But we survived that day. Right. So, and I love the heat, but uh, it's been on 1000. Mother Nature's been smoking blunts or something. <laughs> Shoot, man, Mother, Mother Nature built a bonfire and was like, Let's see how y'all do. But, um, um, let's talk about some of the other things that you mentioned, um, when we first started, like relationships, yeah, um. To me, it's harder to be a, a woman and a single parent yes. than a man. To me, it seems like a woman who dates a man that has children is more accepting of the situation. Not to say it's an ideal situation, but more accepting of the man that has the children. Whereas the man's like, oh, nah, or they'll, they'll accept you to, in a, to a point. Just because you got a child and like, I'm not asking you for nothing for my child or to do anything for my child. But you can't just accept that I have a child or you can't just accept me and my child. Been there, done it, and write a book two times over. Um, one guy I dated, he was accepting of my child. Mind you, like I said, I only have one. He had three. And I was willing that I accepted all three of them, even though one was old enough to take care of herself. Um, and I would go above and beyond. I would treat the children just as if they were my own self that I broke out. And it was more of he forgot his role as a dad. You see what I'm saying? He like, she got it. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, that this is not going to work. You know, there's no other circumstances that happened that ended that relationship. Mm -hmm. talk about right now. But that was one situation. Then I had uh, another situation where the gentleman pretended as if he was interested in being there for my child. And he had, when I first met him, he said he only had five children. Come to find out, he got more than that. But, you know, and as the weeks and months um, grew, he wasn't there for none of his kids, nor mine. And he really despised mine. Because he felt like mine was getting um, more, attention. more attention and more privileges, which one is my child. Right. But I treated all his kids equally. Um, if they did something wrong, they were punished just as if my child was punished. Um, I tried to put them in activities, and he would always rebel against it. And I'm like, you're not allowing your children to be children. You're expecting them to be adults. And that's the problem we have nowadays, where these kids are teaching themselves and they're growing up too fast. And you have a teenager who 
it's still it's trying, trying to be a kid at the same time, raising your siblings. You see what I'm saying? So me being willing to accept all his kids, and even the one that I eventually found out later, I'm going to do. You love your dog or you love these kids. And it, it's, it's sad, but why is that? That part I can't explain. You know, my situation is totally different. I'm not gonna get into it because I believe I've talked about it on previous episodes, and it's really not worth me even breathing life into it again. But um, I do know gentlemen who have said things that made you believe, yes, this person's gonna embrace me and my child, and even if we depart ways. They'll still embrace my child and then who dating? <laughs> or they'll be the one to say, Well, I'm I'm not trying to be nobody daddy, but did I ask you to? No. You knew I had a child when I came in. It's not my fault that he migrated to you. And so, man, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think um because I have a friend from twenty years. And he looks at my child as his mom because he knows that he's been there before where he didn't have a male figure in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's not trying to be bad. He's not trying to do any of that. He's just trying to guide him in the way that he needs because we as mothers can always say, you know, we won't take care of ours. But that can be close to where you're going But we cannot be a maker. That's one thing we just can't be. There are certain things that we can teach our child um, to be a young man, but it's things that we cannot teach because we are not and never have a maker. Even so, if we were to make ourselves a male, we still ain't no male. Right, right, Even right. I am not trying to offend any of the people in that group. No, we're not. Because I don't, I get confused on the letters. So that's why I say the group. But, but it's, it's true. true. It's true because I know friends that are in that group and they still understand exactly that. Yes, I may be going through this process. I may be taking this and that to help me develop into this, but because I was not born physically, like I don't understand it. I'm trying to make my own understanding of what it is. So we're not knocking you guys. And you haven't lived it as such. Yes. That's all that's the only thing. You haven't lived it as such. So you can only give so much to a situation when you've only lived it as such versus being that actual yes. that's all we say because yes. I am not trying to offend nobody please <laughs> Lord Jesus oh excuse me I, I normally don't bring stuff up like religious in the podcast so I apologize for that too because I ain't trying to offend nobody I'm a spiritual more than I am religious but that came out so namaste <laughs> But it's it's the truth though, you know. We gotta still understand the human anatomy. That's that's basically all I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? And 
It's in the DNA. It's in it's in his his genetics. When that little fella come over and it don't uh, and that tail break off and make him a Y, that'll automatically give him information that we don't have. Whenever he broke off, I don't know. It gave him some more wisdom in his area. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, it, we just have to find a really back to how things make me You see what I'm saying? Um, whether you're single mom, single dad, single grandparent, single guardian, you know, whatever you may be. It's still the fact that there is going to be that void somewhere, some form of fashion, whether it's a small void or a large void. It's going to be there, and you still need to have those resources. You see what I'm saying? So that is very important, especially nowadays, because society is trying, and they still are trying to change some of the things that should not be changed. In, in your opinion. Right. I'm right. just saying that because you know yeah, if you don't put that caveat out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think y'all coming from my neck. Don't come from my neck. That is my opinion. I mean, if you gonna come in the comments, that's fine. But outside the comments, we don't want no smoke. We don't want no trouble. <laughs> no but uh, it's been great talking to you and I want you to take the wheel outside and all. Really? You yeah. Do, you do your thing. Well, it's been nice speaking to y'all. We will do this again. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. I will check the comments later. Make sure that you stay here and submit to us next time for the next album. That's Ellen Podcast Network. Hit us up on Patreon for all the exclusives, all the perks. You're missing out. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Oh,